Welcome to another edition of the Coaches Show. Nolan Cole with Jason Tatarnik, Championship Edition coach. Uh, you're still basking in that glory from the from the uh, big win over the Flint Flon Bombers in the finals. Uh, what have the last few days been like for you? I guess for me, it's kind of really soaking in now. Um, you know, it's kind of sat back and let the players enjoy it there on Friday and Saturday. And now when you watch some clips and stuff like that, it kind of really soaks in that uh, you achieved it. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great feeling. Going back to Game 7, Coach, um, was that the best game or one of the best games that you played all playoffs? Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I, I thought Game 1 and 2 were really good. Um even game five in terms of uh you know heart and determination uh was was a good game too and then uh, i thought game seven was just a really well executed game right from the start to finish and uh, we didn't give them too much uh, a couple scoring chances here and there and when they did boston uh, was there to stop them so yeah i thought it was uh well played and uh you know if you look at the winning goal it's the line of um Tino, uh, Ambrosic, and Corner that, that are on the ice for that. So I thought it was a whole team effort for sure. Did you think Game 7 was a little different in that, you know, obviously there were a lot of penalties all, all series long. That, that was a factor. But then you get into that kind of that elimination game. It just seemed like it was more business-like from both sides. Is that the sense you got? Yeah, I think the the refs, uh, you know, they were, they were consistent on what they were going to call or not call, I guess. And uh, what they chose to call were high sticking infractions. So, yeah, you gotta, when a game's like that, it's going like that, you have to be real disciplined and make sure you don't take that, that one penalty that could cost you, right? So, um, I've been part of those games before when the fishings decide to go that way. And uh, usually players can, um, you know, they, they uh, recognize that. Uh, I have to be a little bit more disciplined because I don't want to be the, the guy that takes that one penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think a lot of fans around the league thought it was maybe one of the better finals that they've seen in a long time. Obviously, there's been a couple years off, but everyone, I think, enjoyed it. Seven-game marathon. Have you reflected on the series at all and maybe why it was so tough to win in Flin Flon and maybe for Flin Flon why it was so tough to win here? Have you kind of reflected on how the series went down? Yeah, you know, I didn't really have to reflect. I kind of, you know, you, you break things down after each game. And I thought we had a real chance in game three uh, um, if we made it to overtime there to steal that game. And uh, I thought we played really well up there in game three. Uh, just, you know, the, the, you know, give the player credit. He got in that and got, a, got the goal there with a minute left in the game. But, you know, I, I thought that was a game that we could have stolen and would have put us up three, three – to, to nil and that would put a lot of pressure on them and then uh game four you know it's a tight game still it's 3-1 but you know we kind of went down the path with the 8-7 Notre Dame game I don't think a lot of people realized or paid attention enough to see what we were doing there and there was times where we had four forwards on the ace and five forwards on the ace and fun flan and I don't think uh, a lot of people recognize that and that's kind of when they got their fourth and fifth goal um so no, normally if you're playing with your uh, your decor out there, you're probably not going to get scored on. And then, uh, and then we were a little bit uh, um, undisciplined, or you know, kind of let the the reins go off our players a little bit, and they got a couple power plays and scored a few more. So at the end of the day, I didn't think the score was a big reflection of the game. And then um, even in game six, um, you know, they got up by three and we scored one, and then. Uh, we had a lot of life when we were pressuring again, and we made a, a, a big mistake there 
and it made it 4-1. It was at that point, it was kind of like, okay, let's get out of here and go home and get ready for game seven. So I think mentally, if you can uh, be strong and let those things kind of slide off your back, it's not a big deal. Like it doesn't matter if you lose 10, 10 nothing. Um, you have to win four games. So, you know, do I think we got outplayed as bad as a score on the, no, I don't. Um, we had a lot of chances we didn't capitalize on. Uh, so I thought it was a little bit closer than what the scoreboard dictated. But uh, at the end of the day, a win's a win, and they got three of them there, and we got four at home. Just quickly about Game 5, too, because I think most fans will remember Game 5 more than anything with the, with the tying goal with five seconds left. I mean, uh, how cr- how big was that? You know, we might be having a different conversation right now if it wasn't for that goal, right? Yeah, probably big enough that people came back from the parking lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame them either. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty close. Um, you know what? And Phil and I have been on the other side of that on, on the on, – uh, on the losing side so we understand it and uh you know i think um you know i, I know a lot has been spoken about the empty net is it a trip or that etc but uh then the i think it that just comes to management of the game puck management of you don't need to score a goal then you just need to get the puck in deep and eat it and put it along the walls and waste time and uh fortunately for us that wasn't the case and uh we were able to retrieve the puck back and go the other way and um, were able to score, so no, it's probably something they they talked about and kind of you know they let that one slip through their hands, and uh, that's the way she goes. Yeah, hey, can you take us into the handshakes? What was what were some of the things said? Was it pretty short after a long seven game series? I, I couldn't tell you about the players. I you know I just said best of luck in the centennial, and that was pretty yeah. much my uh, message to all the players. And and then uh, same with Mike was you know best of luck at the centennial, and that was pretty much it. Where does that win rank uh, in your coaching career? Yeah, it's it's you know I, I can't really pick one over the other. Like you know, in Woodstock it was a game seven triple overtime win. Um, that was pretty special. Um, yeah, you know and this one's uh, in regulation, so um, I don't think there's one more special than the other. Maybe one was a little bit more dramatic. You know, being in overtime, knowing that, you know, if you get scored on here, you're going to lose. But uh, what I will say about it is uh, the atmosphere was probably the best I've been in. Um, that was unbelievable. Um, you know, the fans were, you know, spectacular. They uh, they were loud. Um, you know, when we scored a goal, you could hear them cheer. Like, the, the loudness of the cheers were, were uh, pretty cool. And um, I think that's, for me... I don't think I'll forget the atmosphere in that rink. I don't think our players will ever forget it. Um, that, that to me, was you – know, I'm not going to say this one was better than the other one, but I, I'll say that that environment's the best environment I've been in as a as a coach. And even when I was in Chilliwack, we were in Game 7, and we had more fans in the rink, over 4,000 people in the rink for that game, and we lost one nothing in overtime. And the, the 2,700 or 3,000, whatever it was – was way louder, uh, way more passionate, uh, way way better atmosphere than it was in that ring with more people. So, you know, S fans got to give themselves credit. They uh, they know how to cheer for a hockey team. Yeah, and obviously the the Whitney Forum uh, environment was something else as well. Uh, no, it's just air horns. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, the the cop coach. Uh, 
I, it's been around town. It was at city council. I think it was at the movie theater. Um, is it kind of similar to the Stanley Cup? Does every player get a day with it and yourself? I'm not sure what's going on with that. I, I kind of leave that with the players and let them decide what they want to do with it. But uh, um, I'm sure it's going to make its rounds through each guy. And uh, I think the staff will probably, if they want to have a, a moment with it, they can. Um, yeah, so, but for me, it's it's a great accomplishment. It's uh, a great accomplishment for the city. And, you know, we have one more thing to do here. And that's where my focus is, is uh, on that tournament. So uh, been there before and, um, you know, it's a special tournament. It's, and I think with the new format with the 10 teams and nine champions, I, I think it's a tournament that's going to really, you know, for the first time, in my opinion, it's going to have a true champion in terms of, you know, you're going to have to beat every team you play is a champion. And um, no, uh, no, like sometimes a really strong team doesn't make it over here because of the regional tournaments. And so, you know, there's strong teams in a, in a region. For example, the, 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 e- the eastern region, like the Maritimes, Quebec, and the, uh, the Ottawa Base League. You're going to have all three teams here instead of one. So if there's some strong teams out there, you're getting them all. So I think it's going to be a real good test for all the teams to see if they can be a champion in this field. Yeah, and I mean, you just went up against Flin Flon seven games. Both teams got to know each other really well, obviously. But when you're in a national championship like this and you play them once and then you get into the playoff round and it's one and done, right? In your experience, when you're playing against the top teams but you haven't seen all year, what kind of hockey can fans expect in that? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, there'll be a lot of pre-scouting by teams. And, you know, it, what makes this interesting is you're going to be in your pool and then um, the top three teams advance, and two of them are going to cross over. Mm-hmm. So you're going to cross over and play a team you haven't played yet in the tournament, uh, which I think is really interesting and uh, a little different in the old format where you've played the team already and you're going to see them in the semifinals. So you have a little bit of experience with that team. This way, it's you're going to be watching them. You haven't been on the ice with them, so it's going to be uh, you know you're going to have to do your homework, and players are going to have to be able to adjust real real quickly. And uh, I think whoever can execute their game plan the best is going to be successful. And obviously, just talent alone is going to be important and skill. Uh, so I think those two factors are going to be big. And I think the biggest factor for us so will be know how hard we play how passionate and i think a big part of that is the fans and a lot of these teams are not used to playing in front of big crowds uh i can tell you right now uh, um red lake coming in here and being in front of 2700 fans would be pretty intimidating uh you know pickering or uh the toronto junior canadians no that's unheard of in that league so i i think it's pretty important even for Quebec um, I think you know that big crowd can be pretty intimidating for these teams coming in I'm sure they're watching our highlights and they're going to see the big crowd and how loud it is and you know that's uh, that's not an easy environment to come into play in and so our hope is that the, the fans come out in, in waves again and, uh, and and are loud and supportive and uh, you know, we're, we're treating every round robin game at this tournament as, 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 as a game seven. Uh, every game is so important. Uh, you know, because you're trying to get to that uh, top three to stay in that uh, playoff for the playoff uh, rounds. So every game is important. And, you know, it could be the difference of uh, getting a bye right into the semis. So 
you know, if you can go four and zero, you're guaranteed to be in the semifinal game. Um, if you're three and one, you're probably going to be in the crossover. Uh, so yeah, so every game's huge. Like every game's very important. Ten teams, and then you cross over. Is it similar to the World Juniors? That's what stands out to me. Is it similar? Yeah, to, it's yeah. the same format as World Juniors. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. A couple more, coach. Uh, okay, so you're obviously hosting. Is your routine changed at all? You still get your dress room. You obviously got to practice next door. How does that all shake down? Yeah, same routine. Uh, um, so we get our dress room, all that stuff. Um, we kind of go about our business the same way. You know, we're in our built homes, and nothing really changes that way. Uh, some things in the you know the, the during the game will change a little bit. Uh, you know they have to be you know the the, the has to be a equal for all the teams that are here. But uh, there'll just be slight changes. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be like a normal Savan Bruin uh, game night uh, for our fans and uh, for us. Uh, I know there's practice times on uh, the big ice and the little ice and. We're a team, I know, we won't practice a lot during that tournament, but uh, we'll, we'll take our optional pregame skates because um, we have players that like to do those for the 12, you, you've seen them 12, 15 minutes, and we get off the ice. So that's pretty much, not much is going to change for us. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, it's obviously a bigger event, right? Like, it's not, obviously the hockey's going to be great, but, I mean, you're going to have fans coming from all over the country, right, to, to visit Estevan. It's really more, uh, an event more than just the hockey, is it not? Oh, yeah, you think you have you have nine teams here coming to the to Estevan and, you know, you know 24, say, I'll say 25 players. Um, you know, I'm just guessing math is two parents per player, maybe some siblings, and now you're up to, you know, 50 parents. Uh, maybe there's more. In that, in the family household so even like with fans and players uh families there's over 100 people per team already so um you know you times that by nine that's you know, 900 people in this community so i think uh you're gonna see a lot of fans come because again it's a it's a special tournament you don't get to it all the time and especially with this format um it's something you want to take in so i expect a lot of out-of-town people to be here you think they'll keep the format going forward I'd like to. I'd like to see that. Um, you know, you just have to find facilities that can handle it. Um, maybe it goes to, you know, two host communities that are close by, and um, you do the round robin that way. And then once the the playoffs get going, you go to the one city or the one location. I think that might be an option uh, down the road. So, but I'd love to see the the league cha- champions all come to the tournament. I think it's the best uh, way to crown a, a true champion. And just lastly, Coach, I imagine you give the guys a few days off, but when are you back on the ice? When do you get back into the practice routine? Uh, you know, I tell news, you know, those guys, we don't practice. So. <laughs> um, I know we'll, we'll get back either Wednesday or Thursday on the ice. Um, no, hopefully the, the ice in uh, Affinity is ready by Tuesday and we can get back on that ice surface. And uh, we'll just do do some skill stuff and some conditioning here on PEDIC. And... Um, yeah, just kind of concentrate on some things that we need to do a little bit better at this tournament, and uh, we'll get back at it. But our guys, you know, they deserve some rest. Uh, you know, seven-game series, is, it's, they're tough and grueling and lots of travel. So right now for us, the, you know, we let the guys celebrate a little bit there on the weekend. Um, so, you know, today and tomorrow are key rest days of just doing nothing and 
just recovering and uh, and getting ready for the ice on Wednesday or Thursday. Well, obviously, Coach, the city was treated to some great hockey, so congrats again on the championship. Oh, thank you. That's another edition of the Coach's Show with Jason Tatarnik.